What's the secret to your hair, Dr. Lisa? I get that question so much. And what I have changed recently is using my Nourish Collagen Peptides from the Nourish Balance Thrive line. As you know, before I ever put my name on anything, I test it out for months. And so therefore, I have been using this product for a long time before it ever became available to you guys. Why am I loving this product so much more than any other ones that I've ever used? A, this is grass-fed collagen. So if you are dealing with post-COVID hair loss, if you are dealing with a Hashimoto's diagnosis or a hypo or just low thyroid diagnosis and you're losing your hair, or maybe you're noticing your hair just isn't as thick as it used to be when you were in your 20s, right? There's so many of us noticing that. You might want to add some collagen into your routine. And the Nourish Collagen Peptides is from grass-fed cows, so you're going to love that. You're not going to get all the nasty hormones or whatever else that might be in conventional products. I am always looking for the cleanest source available. What else? If you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing those laugh lines, or if you can pinch your skin and it doesn't like rebound back as fast as it used to, that means the elasticity of your skin just isn't there and we want to rebuild it, nourish it so it can thrive, right? So the Nourish Collagen Peptides will do just that. And obviously as a chiropractor, I love this because it is good for your joint health as well. So Nourish Collagen Peptides has type 1 and type 3 collagen peptides in it, which are great for, like I said, hair, skin, and nails. So if you are dealing with laugh lines or thinning hair or creaky joints, you're going to want to grab a container of the Nourish Collagen Peptides. You can mix it into your smoothies, into your coffee. You can mix it into like your brownies if you're eating that DrLisaO.com, click the shop link or click the link below. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Welcome to Healthy Vibrant You. On today's podcast, I am interviewing the founder of Dry Farm Wines, Todd White. So you may have seen Dry Farm Wines really evolve over the course of the last several years. I remember finding out about them maybe like 2016-ish, and they were a brand new company at that point. It was a keto wine. Keto wine. That's crazy, right? Because I always have people say, doesn't wine just knock you out of ketosis? Yeah, typically it does. But there's so much more to this wine than it just being keto. He'll go through all of it. But the fact of the matter is there are some deep, dark, dirty secrets about wine. And you really want to know, just like anything else that you're eating or drinking, where it's coming from, what's in it. And he'll talk about the labeling of wine as well. So I do love Dry Farm. I have been using this company since 2016. They have a subscription that you can change it around and get a shipment once every six months or once a year even, because a lot of times people are like, I don't drink that much that I need a, you know, a case every single month. I don't, right? Like I, I hear you. I do maybe once every six months and then every once in a while I push it out even further than that. But it's great for the holidays, etc. And they have a lot of great specials. So you can find out more information at dryfarmwines.com forward slash healthy living simple. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm Dr. Lisa Olszewski. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant you. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome. 
Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Healthy Vibrant You. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Olszewski, and I am really excited to have my guest here with me today. This is Todd White. He is the founder of Dry Farm Wines. And I was just telling him, I said, I remember meeting him or finding out about his company several years back at an event that I was at. And I was like, how can we have healthy wine? How can we have low carb wine, like low sugar wine? How is this wine not going to hit me, like get me out of ketosis? Todd, welcome to the show. It's so great to have you here. Thanks, Lisa. Happy to be here and really excited to share what I call some dirty, dark secrets. Oh, let's talk place. dirty, dark secrets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they, uh, the crazy thing about wine and why wine has become so unhealthy and so toxic, it really begins, it might not surprise you, with money. I thought I was going to say, follow the money trail. Yeah, follow the money trail. And so what's happened in our wine supply is exactly what's happened in the food supply. So you've got a handful of characters that control most all of the production. Now, they don't want you to know that. The top three wine companies in the United States make 52% of all the wine. That's crazy. The top 30 companies make over 70% of U.S. wines. Now, the reason that's a problem is because they're not interested in making wine better, healthier, or cleaner. They're interested in making it faster, cheaper, and more profitable, right? Mm -hmm. And so to do that, you have to use chemicals. You use chemicals in farming, and you also use irrigation, right? So irrigation as you know, the name of our company is Dry Farm Wines. What that means is farming without irrigation. See, what irrigation does is not only does it make the fruit less healthy, but it also creates a larger yield and berries that weigh more because they're filled with water. And it might not surprise you, fruit is sold by the ton. More it weighs, the more it's worth. Bigger the yield, yield meaning the size of the cluster right? The number of berries in the cluster and then more berries, more, more water, more weight. So then there's chemicals in farming. So what we call industrial farming, which is virtually all the farming in the United States now is industrial. And again, and follow then, the money on that one. Yeah, you can follow the money on that one too. It's also cheaper to irrigate with irrigation. It's cheaper to farm with chemicals. And then finally, you come to the bigger, biggest dark secret are the additives the chemicals. So there's 76 additives approved by the FDA for the use in winemaking. And the reason you don't know that is because the wine industry has spent millions of dollars in lobby money to keep contents labels off of wine. So wine is the only major food product without a contents label on it. That is insane. Because the wine industry doesn't want you to know what's in your wine. Mm -hmm. Because there could be toxic chemical additives like dimethyl dicarbonate, or ammonia phosphate, or copper sulfate. Some of these 76 additives are natural, and some of them are quite toxic. The question is, you just don't know which one is in your wine. We also think wine should be tested for glyphosate, which is the active ingredient in Roundup. Roundup is the most commonly applied herbicide in U.S. vineyards. Now, while I live in the Napa Valley, right in the heart of the Napa Valley, because I moved here 20 years ago, and not only is it amazingly beautiful, but I don't drink or sell domestic wines. There are no wines made in the United States that meet all of our standards for health and purity, which is why all of our wines are imported primarily from Europe, but we have four growers in South Africa and four growers in South America. Other than that, 800 family, small family, organic farms spread across 
across Europe. So where we came along, I used the term earlier, natural wine, because I, I sell natural wines. And I would tell you, that's a very confusing term to most consumers. They'll like, aren't all wines natural? Right. Well, they're not for the reasons that I just told yes. you. Less than one-tenth of 1% 1 of wines in the world are natural. And so what a natural wine means is that it is organic or biodynamically farmed. And biodynamic farming is a prescriptive advanced form of organic farming. They are fermented with wild native yeast that are indigenous to the vineyard where the berry is picked. Okay. And let me explain what that means and why that differs from a commercial wine. Commercial wines are fermented with genetically modified lab cultured grown yeast. And oh, the man. reason that they don't use the wild indigenous native yeast that's on the skin of every grape at the time of harvest. So every grape berry in the world at harvest has a waxy looking white film on it. It looks kind of like a very translucent wax. It's actually yeast that's collected through the air. It's wild and indigenous to the vineyard where the grape is grown. All commercial grapes also have this yeast on them, but they kill the yeast when they begin the fermentation process in a commercial wine. I'll explain to you why. So native yeast, these wild temperamental yeasts that are on the skin of the grape, collected naturally in the vineyard where the grape is grown, the reason that those yeasts are not used in commercial fermentation is because wild native yeasts are very temperamental and they're difficult to work with and you can't make wine in large volumes with them. They're also sensitive to alcohol. So higher alcohol environments will kill the native yeast. Now the genetically modified yeast that are used in all commercial wines. So when you go in the grocery store and you see thousands of bottles of wine, all of those wines are made with this genetically modified yeast. And the reason being is you can make wine in large volume. You can, it's much easier and stronger. It doesn't require much attention or coddling. It performs very robustly, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, it also will withstand a high alcohol environment. And so, uh, and these things, when you see these yeast packaging, it say, you know, withstands alcohol up to 18%, right? Oh, so, <laughs> uh, so it will, it will, um, it will withstand a higher alcohol environment. And then thirdly, you can buy them in flavor profiles. So let's say you have an industrially farmed grape that's grown in some, you know, crappy vineyard in central California, and you want it to taste like it's from Italy, they have yeast for that. Wow. Right? So anyway, <laughs> so you can buy these <laughs> yeast in various flavor profiles, but the, the main reason that they're used is because they're sturdier, right? And you can make wine in larger volume. So remember when you go in the grocery store and you see those thousands of bottles that are on the shelf or in a bottle shop, most of those wines came from a handful of companies, Mm -hmm. Right now, they don't want you to know that. Remember, I told you that 52% of all wines are made just by three companies. They don't want you to know that see these multi-billion dollar marketing conglomerates, they're very smart. So they hide behind thousands of brands and labels. When you pick out the brand or label, you might see a farmhouse or a chateau, right? They want you to believe that you're drinking from some farm. Well, the fact is you're drinking from massive wine factories located in Central California. Wow. where the use of these chemicals are abundant, right? And they spend a lot of money to keep the contents label, not to mention there's no nutritional information on it either. Mm -hmm. So you don't know how much sugar is in the wine. And if you're ketogenic like I am and, and lead a largely sugar-free life, I don't want to drink sugar in my wine. Right. Right. So, so it's, 
<clears throat> and it's quite common. We lab test every wine that we sell, and it must have less than one gram per liter. Now, a liter is 1,000 milliliters, and, and a wine bottle is 750 milliliters, so a wine bottle is not even a liter. We, we, it must contain less than one gram for us to accept it, which statistically at the glass level is sugar-free. Right. We recently tested the top 20 best-selling wines in the U.S., and only two of them met our sugar criteria. All the rest of them were too high on sugar. And so, you know, and as I I may have mentioned, the only way to know if a wine is sugar-free is to lab test it, right? Mm -hmm. They Also, the only way to know how much alcohol is in the wine bottle is to lab test it because another collusion between the government and the wine industry is called stated alcohol. So the alcohol stated on a wine bottle, by law, is not required to be accurate. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> That's almost like, remember the whole phase of trans fat back in the day? And they were like, oh, as long as it's like less than two grams, so people are eating, or even fat-free. And it was like, well, okay, there's still stuff in it. That's, hor- like, that's horrible. Yeah, it's so, just- it's, so there's, you know, there's just a lot to know. And everything I told you included the three wine players, the – the 70% made by the top 30 companies is 76 additives. All you have to do is search for any of these things, FDA wine additives, it will come right up. Um, the, uh, all, all of these things are, are readily available. I didn't make any of this up. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just that the wine industry has been very clever through their lobbying arm, has been very clever to shape a public message through the lack of transparency and the lack of disclosure and then advertising, right? So you sell wine through story. I sell wine through health. Right. They sell wine through story. Let me give you an example of who these people are. So Robert Mondavi Winery, you've probably heard of. Of course. It's so. a household name. Robert mm-hmm. Mondavi was an extraordinary Napa Valley pioneer who made real wines, you know, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. Well, Robert Mondavi became a very large company, right? And it started off with just this one man, right? And then it became a quite large thing. And then about 15 years ago, it was acquired by the world's number two largest wine conglomerate, right? For $1.2 billion. Wow. And what happens next is they may have been doing, I don't know, let's just guess, maybe a million cases a year, right? I mean, it was still a large company at that time. Um, they were doing factory farming and factory winemaking even at that time. It was long after Robert Mondavi, the pioneer, you know, had started making real mm-hmm. wines. But So it's a big wine company, but then this giant conglomerate buys it, and then they introduce, you know, so maybe at that time, let's just say that they have like, you know, 15 SKUs, right? Like 15 different wines. Well, today it's probably like 100, right? And so what they do is that they then put the Manavi name on everything, right? And they put a picture of the Cliff May designed tasting room, which at the time was a mission style. Cliff May, who's now dead too, was a very famous mission style architect in California. And Robert Manavi virtually invented what you know is the Napa Valley today, yeah. right? And it began by creating this winery and tasting room on Highway 29 in Oakville. It's 
very iconic. It's a beautiful building. And that building appears on most of the Robert Mondavi winery labels. But in fact, the wine's not made there, right? The millions and millions of cases of wine are made in a factory. Wow. Right? And then that, but what they, but when you open up Food and Wine magazine or when you open up a magazine and you see a Robert Mondavi winery ad in there, it's some girl standing in the vineyard in front of this iconic tasting room with a glass <laughs> of wine, right? To have you believe that that's what you're buying. But in fact, that's not true. Right. And so that's that's how they do it. And they have they have bought up uh, much of Napa Valley. Wow. Conglomerates and, you know, and 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 all these big wine brands that produce millions of cases a year. That's how they can pay. You know, how do they pay one point two billion dollars 15 years ago when a billion dollars meant something? Right. I mean, so now billion dollars gets tossed around like candy. Right. But then that that was a lot of money then. right? Right. And so but. They do it because <clears throat> because they're then going to take that name and that brand leverage and then just explode it, Got it. Got right? It. And so that that's 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 the money of it. That's how it that's how it happens. And and so this you know the other the number one largest wine company is located you know about thirty miles from here in, in Sonoma County. It's it's the Gallo Wine, right? right. Gallo produces tons and tons of different brands, right? Uh, that you would have no idea had anything to do with Gallo. So that's kind of that's kind of how they do it. So if you want to drink, you know, if you're going to drink wine, I think you should drink natural wine, whether you get it from us or not, right? Yeah, and clean so, wine. I think there's so many, like I'm a chiropractor, right? That was the other place that I saw you was Calgium. Sure. Several, for I just the last spoke few at Calgium years, right? this year. Yeah, so um, Billy's a good friend of mine, and so I've been out there for the last 10. But um so many of us as chiropractors were so concerned with everything that we're eating. Right. And I'll see that like super organic on everything. And then I'll go to these little conventions and people are just, they got their wine, they got their stuff. And I'm like, and knowing the amount of glyphosate that's on it, et cetera, it's like, Holy smokes, people let's look, let's check, you know, just don't make an exception. It's one of those things. Like I am an all or nothing person, right? It's uh, like we had talked about earlier with sugar, there's some people that'll be like, Oh, just a little bit in moderation. And it's like, not really. Like when you start looking at the addictive nature of that stuff, You've got to like it's all or nothing, and I almost I really like it this direction as well. Like yeah, if you if you want, you know, you need to, you know, if you want to live a healthy lifestyle and you want to eat healthy and you want to drink healthy, you have to think about it. Yeah, they don't make it easy. Research? No, they don't make it easy at all. Nobody makes it easy. I mean, the wine industry is out there intentionally trying to trick you, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and now I mean, a few million people know about it because I've been on you know a couple hundred podcasts and television and magazines and blogs and so on books and so on and so forth, telling people the truth. Yes. You know, no. and so, and don't be fooled by, you know, don't be fooled by some of the people out there who tried to copy us or follow mm-hmm. us or, you know, or talk about, you know, fitness wines and this kind of nonsense really, you, you, you know, you need to know and be certain mm-hmm. of the people that you are trusting Right. Yes. Because there's a lot of people out there all over the nutrition, all over the diet space, everywhere. All, yes. All over food. And now wine, since we've been so successful, mm-hmm. people try to copy us and they're not being truthful. Yeah. Right. And so you've got to decide who's being truthful with you, yeah. which is and I think one of the reasons that we've received endorsements from thousands and thousands of health leaders is that we also do a lot of events. We're the official wine for virtually every important health and performance event. 
upgraded labs, Paleo FX, CalJam. Mindshare. Last year we did Mindshare yeah. every year. Uh, yeah. JJ Virgin's a yeah. huge fan. And so we, <clears throat> one of the reasons I think that we're so t- well trusted is that when you meet us, you see that we look healthy and that right. we pursue a healthy lifestyle and that we're actually legitimate. Right. right? You guys are authentic. You're role models. Right. Right. Like, that's so, the biggest thing. Yeah. Right. And so we're drinking the same wine we're selling you. <laughs> right. right. I don't want to drink wine that's not healthy for me. Mm-mm. And so it's, you know, it, the reason JJ and Dave Asprey at Upgraded yeah. Labs and Bulletproof and all these people, Mark Sisson, yeah. Ben Greenfield, um, all these people endorse our products is because they know we're authentic. Yes. Right. And so we're not here selling a product that's not real. Mm-hmm. Right. And we do have a few copycats and other people in the fitness wine business that just aren't doing that. They're just not being truthful, you know? So, but that, again, that's not unique to the wine. It happens that's, with supplements. That's the world. Yeah. It happens right with supplements. It happens yeah. with bars. It happens with everything, you know, where people intentionally mislead you into believing you're eating one thing when you're in fact getting something else. Yeah, we talk about it a lot on this podcast on just the fact of of following the money, that there is no money in healthy people, right? Well, no, there's not. There's there's, there's no money in prevention of disease. There's only money in curing it. Absolutely. So they don't want you healthy. They want you on meds for the rest of your life. And so we have to be proactive and take those steps now because otherwise we're dealing with all sorts of stuff at 80 and 90 years old. And yes, every decision we make, whether it's you know, whatever type of wine that we're choosing to put into our body is going to impact the quality of life later on in life too. Like it goes down to those little decisions. So yeah, so much information. So let's, um, let's, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something, just clear something up here. I have to do this all day. I've been on a couple of podcasts a day and I'm doing (laughs) IG live with Mark Sisson, but this is not a lesion on my head. I'm very healthy. This is actually a wine related accident. You know, I'm in a very risky business. (laughs) <laughs> so um, it's an occupational hazard. Uh, I actually bumped my head on a cabinet door uh, two nights ago, which looked like a fairly minor scrape. And then this morning I got up and it was like this big scabby, a dark thing on my forehead. And I'm going to be on several two podcasts and a uh, and an IG live tonight with with Mark. So I was like, I have to just say I'm perfectly healthy. There's nothing wrong. There's there. something- it is. It is a. Um, it's an occupational hazard. Yes, for sure. Business. So I ended uh, up with sunshine for the first time in a year that we had it this weekend. It's been like so cold here and it was in the 70s. So the, today of that I'm recording, I'm like, oh, good. Now I'm ended up with a sunburn and I'm peeling. This is great. Yeah, <laughs> but nice. This one at least is just recorded. They can't see you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. <laughs> this is just nice. audio. Exactly. Oh, this is just audio. This one is, yeah. Oh, oh okay. Okay. So I for those no that idea. are listening here for this podcast, like this one's audio, but uh, the other one was, was video. We, oh, we well, I have a little scrape on my head. Yeah. You can't there see it, but, uh, but it's So now you prominent. can go search for the Instagram with Mark Sisson and you can check it out. Yeah, you can check it out there. <laughs> Todd, thanks so much. Let's give him some information. Dryfarmwines.com. Yeah, so uh, you can find us at Dry Farm Wines on all social. And for your listeners, we have a special offer, a penny bottle with their first order. We can't give alcohol away legally, but we give you a penny bottle. And you can find that link to get that penny bottle at dryfarmwines.com forward slash healthy living simple. That's dryfarmwines.com. 
wines with an s.com forward slash healthy living simple. Thanks for having me on today. Thank you so much. So appreciate all that you're doing. Being a world changer here. Content provided by Dr. Lisa Olszewski and her guests and her programs, including this podcast, her website, summits, and other platforms, is for educational and informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider before you make any changes to your health routine, especially related to this content. Ask your physician questions about medical conditions. No statement has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products mentioned or discussed in these programs are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I hear it all the time. How do I get my kids to eat fruits and vegetables? How can I get them to take a multivitamin? Or even for our adults, I hate fruits and vegetables. How do I incorporate some of the great benefits of this? This is why I created the Nourish Super Greens and Super Reds. You are going to love them. They are all organic. You have organic green blend and an organic red antioxidant blend. But what else I love about this... I brought in immune support as well. So we have such amazing superfoods, all of the different mushrooms that are in there, along with digestive enzymes. And you can just mix it into your smoothie. You can mix it into some water, but it tastes good. There are no added sugars. You're going to love it. So just click the link below or go to drlisao.com and click the shop button.